Good morning, everyone, and welcome back. Coming to you live from the CBS Community Cradle of Summits in Philadelphia. A lovely, crispy Tuesday morning. And um, <coughs> in the interest of getting as much toiv into our lives as possible, we continue here with Derech Hashem. We are here in Chelek Beis, Perik Beis, up to Ois Hay. Beis, Beis Hay. Paragraph Hay, Simon Hay, in the second parak of the second section, Sefer, the section on. Uh, good morning, Shlomo. The section on. We're just talking about Hashkacha Pratis. So, Hashkacha Pratis sends Shlomo our way. Perfect timing. And we're talking about how the Rivashim runs the world. We were talking about how, in ensuring that the world will meet its mission statement, which is to get the Shleiman, Sadikim, into Eilam Haba, not to get a Tzadik into Eilam Haba. We've already seen that a few times. We didn't really dwell on that yet, but we will yet dwell on that. We've seen a few times already that Ramchal is describing Eilam Haba always in terms of. The kibbutz tzaddikim, kibbutz shleim, gathering, grouping, a group, a gathering of 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 uh, shleim and tzaddikim that are um, found and present in Elam Haba. Okay, he's always talking about Elam Haba as in 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 um, the context of a group of people getting to Elam Haba, as opposed to individuals. There is significance to that, and we will get there. Mitzvah Hashem. But in any case, we know. That is the goal of the Bria. That's the reason why Hashem made everything. And we have a whole system set up to ensure that that's going to happen. And that's the system and the dynamic and the interplay between Eilam Hazen and Eilam Haba, stage one, stage two, and how stage one has to facilitate our ability to get there. And we've seen so far in this parak is that once you have a, an environment called Eilam Hazen, called stage one, which gives us Bechir, which allows us to get there, all the um, resulting side effects and products of that system also have to be dealt with. And the results of that system is that the same way Bechira allows for good Bechira, it also allows for bad Bechira. And bad Bechira allows for people who aren't going to get into the Mahabha, and they have to be dealt with properly. And the people who do get into the Mahabha also have to be dealt with properly in terms of what um, they did wrong. Everyone's going to, the, 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 the people who are tzaddikim, because of majority of their actions, have a minority actions that have to be dealt with that are not oilam habitic actions. And if we just ignore them, and the system of justice breaks down, Hashem's system has to be just and fair and accurate and balanced. And if the tzaddik, uh, the rishoyim, who are not getting into oilam habo because they're just too bad, they're too, they're too far gone, if their minority mitzvahs, toy, mitzvahs and maizim don't get dealt with again, the, the Hashem system is no, no longer accurate and fair and just. So we saw, you know, how, 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 that, how that works out, how Hashem system also has to account for that, and that part of what Olam Hazah is here to do is to deal with um, balancing the books, not just giving us an ability, an opportunity to get into Olam Haba, but also to balance the books. Olam Hazah is also about the tzaddikim getting to pay off their minority crimes, the Rishayim getting to enjoy the minority of their mitzvahs, and then we had this thing thrown in yesterday that the Olam HaNashamas also can allow for a certain amount of schar. So people who won't, don't get the reward in Olam Hazad nor in Olam Habab, but they will get in Olam HaNashamas. As we explained yesterday, those are the people that were able to manage to pull off a relationship with the Rebbe Nishal but they're not worthy of Olam Habo or Tchiyas Amazing because the, what they have on the record is, is taka severe enough and serious enough that they are not going to be B'nai Olam Habba. But nevertheless, 
and they're not going to merit Tchias HaMesim, but they did merit some kind of actual um, spiritual reward, a more serious reward, and that is the Yom HaNashamis. Now that brings us up to Hay. In Hay, we're going to take all this a step further and explain how in Lumdis the suffering of the tzaddik in this world balances the books. Okay, we, we have mentioned till now that part of what Adam Hazza is here to do is not just to allow us to accrue, gain, and produce our Adam Haba, but it also allows the tzaddik to, gives him an opportunity to balance those books in, in, in this world by being punished in this world, will we'll, 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 uh, take off the, the mute Averis that he has, okay? But how exactly does that work? How does that balance the books, and, 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 and um, why specifically suffering? Let that maybe the sag should just like um, write out a check to pay off for the, all those averes, right? Donate, donate, uh, sponsor a kiddush, sponsor a few kiddushes. And that's what will balance the books. Why suffering, and how exactly does that work? What's the what's the approach? What's the mahalach? What's the lumdus of how it works? That the, the suffering in this world is what will burn off the um, the averus. So let's see. That's hey. That's what we're up to now. Base base hey. When you look into the matter more deeply, you will see the following. In addition to the fact that this idea that and this idea is referring to the idea of the tzaddikim's suffering in this world is is um, making that accounting for the minority averis that they have and allowing them to get into the haba. So in addition to the fact that it has to happen because of Hashem's system of justice and din, as we explained, okay, so Hashem's system of justness, justice, and tzedek demands an accounting. We can't ignore even a small amount of averis, even if they have earned the haba. It's also founded on Metzias Hanivra, on the reality of the situation itself. What the Ramchal means is it's not just Hashem deciding as the ultimate judge. Okay, we have to do something about this. We can't ignore your Averis, so let's just figure out what to do about it. It's also the tzaddik suffering in this world, burning off his Averis, is actually something that has a natural self-evident um, system and is something that is self-evident, not just self-evident, that's, that's not the right term 100%, it's something which is, which is, a, 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 which is natural, a natural um, cause and effect, consequential and naturally resulting from how the system is set up. In other words, it makes sense in of itself. It's not just Hashem deciding that we have to figure out how to deal with this, this guy's Averis. It's something that in of itself makes sense. Let's see what that means. We've already explained, and this was back in the first section of Derech Hashem, that when a person does Maizim Toivim, he does mitzvahs, he does them with the right kavanas, with Ava, with Yira. He's doing what Hashem asks him to do. And he's doing them properly. So they are always going to be reinforcing in a person shleimus and, and um, promotion. Every mitzvah that he does, every good deed that he does, every time he, 
he, he is involved in learning, involved in Maisim Tovim, involved in self-improvement, and he's doing it for a relationship with Hashem that's making him more and more and more like Hashem. That's giving him shlemus, that's giving him perfection, it's giving him completion, it's giving him wholesomeness, which is the same thing as saying it's making him more godly. Mitzvahs and Maisim Tovim, Torah and Tzvilah, when we do all these things, when we're pre- preoccupied by them, and, and, and for the right reasons, they make us more godly, more, more shalom. And as we me- mentioned many times, they make me in this world someone who is shaykh to the next world. They make me a ben oilam haba. Because oilam haba, at the end of the day, is ultimately all about being close to Hashem, a relationship with Hashem. However, the opposite is also true. When a person does averis, chas they reinforce in a person the opposite. If I become preoccupied with sin, with Averis, with indulgences that go against the will of God, they are reinforcing within me an existence of darkness, of, of cloudiness, and of chisarn, being flawed, being, being, being um, in a state of lacking perfection, and being broken, and being contaminated. I'm reinforcing the anti-godliness in, within, within me. That which about me is in opposition to God, that's what I'm reinforcing, that's what I'm strengthening, I'm making that my existence. Okay, Averis reinforce the bad parts of me and make my existence an existence which is in, in opposition to the Rebbeinah. The person who's the tzaddik, who's going to get in Tzaylam Haba, which as we mentioned in the beginning of this section, that's determined by the Rav, but we don't know how to measure that Rav, was the Rav, the 51%, the majority, how do we determine that, how do we measure that, we have no idea, but we know there's a way of establishing tzaddik in Russia, who's someone that's intended for a relationship with Hashem, who's someone that is not. So someone who makes it, who becomes that tzaddik, someone who, who, who does make it there, um, that as uh, over the course of his lifetime, he did... Um, accrue and build up within himself this um, Zohar and Milo, he built up within himself um, the uh, <coughs> actions which have reinforced Hashem's radiance within him and given him these upgrades and promotions. He's made himself higher and closer and more holy, more wholesome, more godly. Ah, however, look, as we said, it's impossible to be 100% of a tzaddik. At the same time, he does have on his record a min- minority amount of Maisim Raim, a bad Vachiris. He has a Taruvis, he has a Nervuvia, he has a whole He has a whole Mishmash. You got the guy's got a whole Mishmash over here. Kozman Shiishbaya Taruvis has a nenu muchon vehogan Ludvegas Bayisborach. As long as he still has this mishmash, as long as he still has parts and pieces of himself which are anti-God, which are in opposition to the Rebbein Shalom, those parts of himself where he strayed, where he fell, where he failed, every area, even though maybe a minority area, but those areas are areas where he reinforced an existence within himself which is in opposition to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, where, where, he, where he had problems, where he had issues, where he was you know, um, chronically coming up short. Whatever that may be, you know, this guy, he may have 
you know, Mamish be such a tzaddik and such a beautiful relationship with Hashem. Someone that was always saying thank you, Hashem. Someone that was always singing about Hashem and, 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 and uh, connected to Hashem, doing so many beautiful, beautiful, beautiful things. There is one area, one area where he just didn't, um, you know, have things straightened out for himself. The one area where he couldn't get things straight. That one area is an area of his essence, which is very, very far away from Hashem. And people can have an existence like this. This is the, the basic definition of human being, is someone who is just this writhing mass of double standards. We're all like that. We all have double standards. We all can preach to ourselves, preach to humanity about being close to Hashem, having a relationship with Hashem, being at one with Hashem, and, and, and we really will live even what we preach, but in other areas we can be so far away from Hashem, areas where, where we're a little bit uh, out of control. So this guy is a big, as we said, he has this taruvus of light and the darkness, but the problem is that this, this mishmash, this, this taruvus shows up within himself, in he himself, in, 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 in aspects of, uh, you know, he, he may have shown everybody he had a hard time giving tzedakah, let's say. Hard time being generous, but everywhere else he was such a masmid and such a uh, he, he learned with such uh, fervor, and he davened with such emotion, and maybe he would give anybody time all the time in the world, and he was a great husband, is so patient and a great father. But came to tzedakah, he had a hard time giving tzedakah. So there's an aspect of him which is very far away from Hashem, the aspect of him that needs to be generous. So his his hands, his hands are not are, are, are distant from Hashem. His hands are very distant. Al Tikpoi says Yodcha, right? Tzedakah is all about being able to open your hand, not, not clenching your your hand tightly shut. So there he was he, he was far away. His hands are far away from Hashem. So what's the problem? As long as he himself, on an essential level, has part of the himself which is opposed to Hashem. He can't really have real dveikos. And the Ramchal speaking at something we mentioned in passing already in the beginning of the section. Here the Ramchal spelling it out. A person is all one big person. He's, he, he's all interconnected. Every part of him is part of the whole. So if, if, if it may be on the, on the whole, a person may be roi. He may be cut out to have dveikos, maybe cut out for Adam Haba because he's a tzaddik. But if there's aspects of him, that are in the minority, those aspects of him are still part of the whole, they're part of his essence, and he can't go into Elam Haban and say he's going to leave his hand behind, leave his mouth behind, he had a problem saying Lashon Hara, he had a problem looking at people favorably, leave his eyes behind, it's all part of one person, so that will hold him back from real Dveikos, that prevents Dveikos, that prevents closeness, oneness, and consonance with Hashem in the world to come. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu de decreed and decided that a person, in order to really be able to get into Elam Haba and enjoy that Elam Haba um, properly, without anything in the way, he needs to have Tziruf. We need to burn that out of him. We need to purify him. And that is suffering. That's what suffering in this world is. Hashem placed as a property of Yisurin. Yisurin has a special segula, special property. Suffering in this world comes with a special property that it can remove, purge from a person that contamination. The contamination of the anti-godliness that he built up in himself. Yisurin can purge it, will burn it out. Like throwing that, that 
gold with impurities into the furnace and melting it out. Prison remains pure and radiant, and now he's ready for its vacancy. Hashem, he has nothing that's holding him back. So he had built up impurities in his hands, in his eyes, in his nose, in his mouth. The suffering of them has that burns that burns that off and burns that out. According to the level of contamination that a person accrued through, even the tzaddik accrued through his bad deeds, through his actions, that determines the level of suffering that he needs for his purification. It's possible that that um, suffering, physical suffering, will not be enough to burn off the impurities. Physical suffering alone. He may need spiritual suffering. And the Ramchal is alluding to what we mentioned, that why sometimes suffering this world is not enough, a person has to go to Gehenna. This is a rule that breaks down to many, many, many specifics, a general principle that has many, many, many different details and applications. We can't wrap our heads around the entirety of how the system works, the details and the specifics, but this is the general rule. Okay, so let's just stop, come up for air, try to break this down, digest this. Um, the Ramchal is saying, aside from the fact that the Hashem system of Mishpat demands that there has to be an accounting for the minority, the Averis of, of the Tzaddik, the system naturally also requires that. So the two are going hand in hand at the same time. A, Hashem's ultimate system of justice and mishpat requires an accounting. You can't send the tzaddik to Elam Habo, even if he earned Elam Habo. Even if he's been determined to be a tzaddik, if we he means ignoring his, his averis. And the Ramchal is saying, in addition to that, he can't really get into Elam Habo with those averis. He can't really fully have Dveikas with Hashem if he still has those averis because Elam Elam Habo is about the Dveikas with Hashem, bonding with Hashem. Averis means, even if it's minority, means a part of his essence and his existence where he was in opposition to Hashem. So no, if if he still has that, then he can't really fully be present in Elam Habo, he can't fully enjoy Elam Habo, he can't really have real Dveikas with Hashem because there's things that are in the way. So it's also a natural result and consequence of all of his minority averis that he, they have to be dealt with and accounted for, and that is Yusurin. Now, how do Yusurin help this out? Yusurin have a school of special property that they're able to burn off that contamination. And this is what we need to dwell on before we wrap up for today. How does that work exactly? The Ramchal doesn't get too much into detail. He says Yusurin have a segula. They have a segula. They have a property, this property that they can remove the contamination. Why, why is that? So we understand that when it comes to punishment, okay, he deserves punishment. You got to punish the guy. That we get. And that was good enough till now. The Ramchal didn't mention till now that Yuzerim have a segula, a special property that from the properties of, of suffering in this world that they can burn off contamination. He mentioned that because till now we were only talking about explicitly um, suffering Yuzerim as a form of punishment, a form of balancing the books. And, and, and giving Hashem a system of justice and trust and fairness fair. So good, so I understand, he did something wrong, he's got to be punished. But Ramchal is saying more now. He's saying that a tzaddik who has a small amount of Averis, those Averis prevent him from Dveikos because he's been contaminated, because he reinforced the parts of himself that have become physical, 
that have become an opposition to Hashem. And he has parts of his body, he has appendages and limbs and organs that are misnaged in opposition to Rebani Shalalim. And we ha- that's the contamination. We have to purge that contamination because otherwise, if he still has it, he is out of sync with Hashem. And Yisurin suffering has a special property that it cleanses the contamination. How? How does that work? What's the Mahalach that suffering cleanses that contamination? In addition to just being a punishment, in addition to being, to being making an accounting, how does it cleanse him? So, so it's like this. There's a, there's a couple of ideas. <coughs> a couple of ideas. Um, And they, they really just go hand in hand. So maybe two sides, two sides of the same coin over here. And how suffering purges the contamination as opposed to just balancing the books. How does it make a person back <clears throat> like Hashem once again? So um, the starting idea is What about this, this, this area of this person's existence where he sinned makes it indeed in opposition to Hashem before we have begun the purification process? What, what is it that makes him now benigud in opposition to Hashem, which prevents him from having Vegas? So as the Ramchal spoke it out, what makes him in opposition to Hashem is the fact that you know, a person always has two directions he can go. He has two parts, two aspects of his existence. He has a soul and he has a body. The soul always wants to rise and climb towards Hashem. The body wants to sink and fall away from Hashem. And um, am I choosing via my actions to make myself a soul or to make myself a body? If I do mitzvahs, I'm making myself a soul. I'm reinforcing them going up. But if I follow my desires and my impulses and temptations, I make myself into a body. I'm reinforcing that part of myself. I'm reinforcing that part of myself, the, 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 the physical part of myself. And I've given that, by reinforcing that, I've given that a valid existence. By running after my eyes, running after my heart, running after what smells good, what tastes good, what looks good, although it may be very far away from Hashem, by pursuing it, I've given it a valid existence. And that exactly is what creates the contamination. I've reinforced it as a valid approach to life. It's now a valid approach to life. And what's the problem? Prophet Hashem says that no, that's not a valid approach to life. There's only one real approach to life, and that is Hashem's system of mitzvah and taivim. That's the only real approach to life. Everything else is illusory. Everything else is 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 is, is a facade. Running after the interests and the pursuits of the body, that is um, a distraction. That is really um, fake existence. Fake existence and fake temptations. And, and, and when there's something that tries to alert me, that's all fake news. That's fake stuff over there. The realm of physical, the realm of, of, of the temptations and, 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 and the sioinus. Because it's outside of Ratz and Hashem. Yet, when I follow that, I give it existence. 
and this is very much that's why every Avera is a splinter Avera of the original Avera of Adam Harishon. What did Adam Harishon do? He gave physicality in existence. He gave the concept of sin a, a legitimate existence. Whenever I run after that, I'm legitimizing the existence of of Ra, legitimizing temptation because I'm saying, yeah, this is something that one can pursue. This is something that one can indulge in. <coughs> And the areas of my body, the areas of my essence and existence where I did that, have are, are now testimonies, testimonies to legitimizing an existence that's outside of Hashem's existence. And that is the exact um, core idea of what this contamination is. What does it mean that by my, my body's contaminated? My body is a testimony to something that's not true. My body is a living testimony to an existence that's a fake existence, that's a false existence. That's the contamination. I made my essence something which is Edus Sheker. Because look how much this hand was involved in not giving tzedakah. That's Edus Sheker. That's contamination. My hand is a living testimony to going outside the will of God. My nose, I use my nose for so many Averas. Smelling things I shouldn't have been smelling, perhaps. There are things that you're not allowed to smell. That's true. You can't enjoy cheeseburgers cooking on the grill. Not allowed to do that, right? Problematic. It's Isurei Hana. I thought you were allowed to say, ah, it smells good, but it's awesome. Oh, who said it? Where does it say that you're allowed to say it smells good? That's what I've heard, obviously it's wrong. No, it's, it's, it's Isurei Hana. It's a lavda raisa. A lavda raisa to enjoy it. You can say, it looks gishmak. That you could say. Cheeseburger looks mm. geschmack. I, I mean, like, they wouldn't be so popular if they didn't taste amazing, right? People wouldn't put pepperoni on pizza. They wouldn't have that, you know, in all the pizza shops unless it really was good, right? Cheeseburgers wouldn't be, they wouldn't make it. There must be something yummy about lobster, I'd imagine, even though it like, looks so gross. Penny's right, you're not allowed to say that, that it looks gross. But, like, I don't know, crustaceans. Crustaceans must be delicious because guys eat crustaceans, right? And shrimp. Even though shrimp looks like, like you know, I don't know. Shriveled fingers. Yeah, I do, yeah, on a good day, on a good day, right? It looks like something from a bad science fiction movie, right? Um, good, this stuff must be yummy. This must be yummy. But there are, getting back to our topic at hand, um, you're not allowed to smell cheeseburgers that are sizzling away on the grill because that's, um, it's, you're not, you can't be nana from Basra V'chalav, and, and that's called driving uh, enjoyment, right? Okay, uh, on Pesach, you can't walk. You have to be very careful. Um, going to a is one one more reason to to go to the Hamish supermarkets. You go to a a, a a supermarket on Pesach that has a bakery section. You smell the geshmak of bread baking over there. That's you're not allowed to do that. It's not owned by you. But you can't be nana. You can't be nana from chametz on Pesach. Anyway, <coughs> so this rachil and this rana is not if it belongs to you. This time in this and this from Chametz and Pesach, there's another separate, so you can't own it. Mm. But the the are independent. You can't own it even if you're not in it. You can't be in it even if you don't own it. Um, again, getting back to our topic at hand. A very very lumdish idea that we're saying now. The contamination in my body is the fact that my body is a testimony to Yeshayd Milvadoi. Ikadar Kachrina. There's another way. There's another mahalach. There's another rat. There's another path in life. Look what I use my hand for. My nose, my eyes, my ears, my mouth. What could I use my, these things for my, my entire life? 
my, my feet that ran to do Averis, that ran away from the base Medrash, that ran to do bad things. It's a testimony to a system outside of Hashem's. Even though a person may be a tzaddik, we may be a tzaddik, we're, we're tzaddik and we're going to Adam Abba. We have all these appendages that are testifying to the fact that, yeah, but you know, there's, 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 there's more to life than just the will of God. That's a contamination. That's a contamination. It's a, it's a beautiful Gemara. We just had this with the Chagiga Eilam the other day, right? The Chagiga Shir. Mamish just last night. Just last night. This is a Nashika from Shemaim over here. Um, the Gemara says that loss of love, who's going to testify on a person that he did Averis? There's a number of sheetas there in the Gemara, but one sheet in the Gemara is a person's own Avarim will testify in him. After 120, a person has to go to, to the Bezin Shomala, his, his, his limbs will testify against him. What does it mean his limbs will testify against him? Right? It means like you know, the thing where you draw the little face over there, you make two eyes, and you guys know that? Right? That's what it means? Your limbs will testify against you? Like, you know what this guy did? Right? That's what it means? That's what it means? No! It means that your limbs will be examined, and, and they will be, will be examined to see, you know, how much of a testimony are you to a, a contaminated existence that shows up in your limbs. So how do we deal with that? How do we purge that contamination? By making it clear that no, you cannot make profit by <coughs> going outside of Hashem's system. Ultimately, like a dark akhira, there are no alternate routes. There are no detours. There are no shortcuts. There are no other roads to take over here. You can't sin and make profit. That's a simplistic way of saying this. You can't be marvich, you can't make profit on Hashem's cheshben. And the deeper idea is that this hand, this ear, this nose that was, a, was involved in, in, in a pursuit which is outside the will of Hashem and makes it look like there is room to pursue other pursuits, we have to show everyone and you yourself that no, there really isn't any other pursuit. There is no other Mahalif. There is no other uh, approach to life. There are no alternatives. There are no alternate routes. So that hand has to suffer. That mouth has to suffer. Those eyes have to suffer. And they have to suffer for the fact that they are a testimony to something that looks like Yeshoid Movadoi. When they suffer, we say, no, 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 really, Enoid Movadoi. Because you can't pursue something outside Hashem and get away with it. You can't reinforce <laughs> within yourself this contamination and get away with it. If you could get away with it, then yes, your testimony to Einoid Movada, and that's contamination. But if that contamination and that pursuit, that testimony, is met in kind with suffering, then we take that testimony, we say that that's false edus, we'll show everyone that that's false edus, we'll show everyone that happens to Ede Sheker, Edem Zoymimin, we're going to see so like Kasher Zomam, we're going to show what the whole world and you yourself, what happens to false witnesses. We have now purge the contamination because as opposed now, this is now the 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 um, the um, creme de la plume, which I just made that up. There's no such expression like that, but there should be. The creme de la plume of what sets the record straight and balances the books is that as opposed to your limbs now being testimony to Yesh Oy that there is another approach because look, I, I did all this and I got away with that. That's the reinforcement, that's contamination. Your very limbs themselves are now testimony to Eino Yermovadoi. Because those limbs that pursued something outside of Hashem's system are now suffering for that. And that itself purges the contamination. What a beautiful idea. The contamination comes from the fact that this is a testimony. Look, look, you can cross Hashem and get away with it. 
But if that hand, not this one, but someone else's hand, has to suffer now, so it's now a testimony that, no, you can't cross Hashem and get away with it. The hand itself is testifying that what? Because that very hand is now suffering. And that purchases the contamination. Okay, beautiful idea that puts everything, a lot of things together over here. We will stop over here for today. And so that's this, why Yisurin, suffering, has a property to purge contamination. The, the, the suffering comes naturally within the system, and the fact that the contamination gets purged is also a beautiful, direct, natural function part of the system itself. It's going from Edus Sheker to Edus MS. Very good. Thank you all for joining, everyone. We'll get back together tomorrow. In the meantime, I wish you have a wonderful today.